I just spiked the audio by slapping my knee. It's valid. <laughs> it's a knee slapper. <laughs> Welcome to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing with Shelby and Delora, where we watch the whole thing so you don't have to. I mean, unless you want to, then go ahead. Hello and welcome back to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. We just recently watched the whole thing of Batman from 1989. Now we're going to watch the whole sequel. <sighs> we're a little bit nervous about this. I'm Alora. This is Shelby. Hello. And, um... I don't like this movie. I, in previous experiences, have not liked it either. I know some people do. So, uh, we'll find out what we see on this watch-through. We'll see. So this is Batman Returns from 1992. Is this still directed by Tim Burton? Yes. Yes. And it stars Michael Keaton. It does. Who we liked in the last movie. We did like him. It also has Danny DeVito as the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Yes. Um, and it is rated PG-13 for... Dark, brooding violence. <laughs> Which, like, mood. <laughs> so, uh, let's get into it. We'll be back shortly with our thoughts. Shortly for you. Not for us! <laughs> back and we're not doing well friends uh i did not enjoy that movie again i think i enjoyed it less than the last time i watched it probably Uh, let's get into it let's talk about it let's talk so essentially for me what that movie was is what if you let tim burton in the 90s Make an episode of Batman 66, but it's not funny. Mm. That feels accurate. Because, like, a lot of those plots, like, oh, I'm going to send a, a fleet of penguins to destroy the city. <laughs> I'm going to steal the Batmobile and turn it into a bomb. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no, you're right. And the music and the look were, like, distinctly Tim Burton. Yeah. Unlike the first one, where yeah. I feel like he was much more subtle about it. Yeah. It was, like, very Tim Burton. Did something happen between these two movies? Did, like, he make Beetlejuice or make some other movie that made it big? Well, and I looked at like, well, Nightmare Before deal. Christmas was the year after this. Okay. Which, of course, is a big hit for him. So, obviously, he was working on that at this point because, you know, claymation oh, takes Beetlejuice forever. Oh, Beetlejuice before both of these. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, he just. Yeah. It was all aesthetic and no substance. It was all aesthetic. And it was weird aesthetic. Which can be okay, but, like, it wasn't. The statues, which I know are going to come back in the next two movies, like, Gotham statues. I kind of like that. (sighs) It's weird, but, like, I'm okay with that part. Yeah. I don't know. This whole thing is just weird. So Christopher Walken looked like Willy Wonka the whole time. He had cotton candy hair. Cotton candy hair. Literally cotton candy hair. Christopher like, Wonka. Okay, wait. So, like, Will, the Willy Team Walken. Star Kid. The Team Star Kid, Holy Musical Batman. Yeah. Which is very good, to sp- un- except for except the bad, for and, bad racist and racist Alfred. Alfred. Uh, every other part, very good. But that... Where he literally... Like, it's a candy villain, and he literally has cotton candy hair. Yeah. 
Like that's what that's, made that's, that's what that's this what made he me looked think. like. Yeah, I, I think maybe it was a callback to this. <laughs> Perhaps it could be. <laughs> also, like you mentioned, it's because the ridiculousness is sixties Batman. But you know what else is very sixties Batman? The gender dynamics. Oh well, that too. Yes. <laughs> okay. What but else? also Alfred knowing everyone's shit. Yeah. Like Alfred knows. Like that scene where Bruce is like, Alfred, tell Selena I, uh, mm, yeah. uh, make something up. And then he goes to tell Selena, and Selena's like, oh, Alfred, tell Bruce I, um, well, tell him. <laughs> Think of a dirty limerick. Oh and Alfred's like, oh, I already have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I was listening to, I think it was Podcast the Ride okay. recently. And they were talking about a Batman stunt show, so they talked about this movie. Mm. And they said, this is the horniest Batman movie ever made. Yeah. And rewatching it, it 100% is. It's <laughs> gross. Everything's about either sex or, like, pooping. Cause, pooping? Yeah, the, the, um... Because <laughs> the penguin lives in the sewer, and he's always making reference to pooping. He does, that's true. He <laughs> says he's going to put it on his mantelpiece. Yeah. He said, whatever you put in your toilet, I put on my mantelpiece. Real gross, He said, dude. I was their number one son, and they treated me like I was number two. He did two. say that. Because he, he was in the sewer. He did make a lot of poop jokes. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I mean, we may not be the best to judge this, as you are very ace, and I am very demi. Yeah. But, like, it just, the sexual tension was, like... Bad? Yeah. And they were trying to make it between everybody. Yeah. Like, even, like, between Penguin and Catwoman. Yeah. Why? Why? Also, that was, like, Catwoman... Okay. Okay. And do we need to start talking about Selena Kyle's character? Ugh, yes! Because I have a lot of things to say. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... so I have a lot of things to say about both villains' character arcs. Yes. We'll start so, with Selena. Here's the thing with Selena. First, like, in the beginning, before she gets killed 17 times. Yes. Sorry. Eight times. Yeah. Um, she is, like, this, like, shy, unassuming, geeky lady. And here's yeah. the thing. She's played by Michelle Pfeiffer. And I just, I don't buy it. Yeah. Like, I don't buy it at all. Michelle Pfeiffer is, I like her as Catwoman. I like her as Catwoman, but Everything I don't like her... that they did with Catwoman and Selina in this it. was bad. I don't like her as Selina in the first part. That's fair. I don't think she pulls it off. Yeah. She's too kinda, confident to play uncomfortable. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't... It doesn't feel like a real person. It feels like a caricature. Yeah. And then she goes to the other part, and she still feels like a caricature, because yeah. her whole personality is based on the men who've hurt her. Which, yeah. like trauma i get it yeah i get it got ptsd i get the trauma i do but like and i mean it's all fairly new for her and that's fair it just doesn't seem like a realistic way that a, a woman deals with trauma necessarily yeah. all the sexism that she dealt with seemed like what men think women are talking about when they talk about sexism yeah yeah. It's a very straw man argument and, that sets up, like, anti-feminist, like, furthers anti-feminist messages. Yeah, and, like, her whole, like, her apparent salvation is, like, 
her relationship with Bruce, which is still depending on a man. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, she's not a feminist icon like she is in some versions, yes. which I enjoy. Because she also, like, yeah, it's just... Also, even before she became Catwoman, she's so desperate for a man. She's so desperate. Like, that's not Selena's, that's not her thing. Right? Like, she's doing her own thing and making her own way, and then she sees Batman, and she's like, hmm, that's kind of nice, I'd right. take that. Right. That's but the Catwoman I enjoy. Like, she's confident and, like, amazing. And in this one, she became confident... But because she died? Yeah. Also, how did she come back to life? How? She, cats bit her in the fingers. I don't... That doesn't... They were cute cats. I mean, they were cute cats. Also, they definitely, like, 100% to get those cats running towards her shot, there was definitely a treat bag. She was, she was just... A, her outfit was loaded with catnip. Yeah. Like, that's... Because <laughs> that's exactly how our cat, Captain, looks. Yeah. When, like... Hey, Captain bit me in the hand the other day. Am I immortal now? I don't know. Did he draw blood? Yeah. Rude boy. Yeah. How come he only bites you? I don't know. <laughs> he wants to make me an immortal <laughs> cat zombie. You're his favorite. I guess. <laughs> he wants to live with you forever. I guess. Yeah, no, it was real weird and never really explained. Yeah. And honestly, there were not enough cats. Yeah. Like, their backstories for both villains were, like, really weird, strange. twisted versions of their regular selves, and it didn't yeah. work. No. What I thought was, what I was annoyed by... Yes. ...is that she kind of has, she kind of has her feminine cutesy thing going. Mm -hmm. And the way that she gets her power is, A, being hurt by a man. Yes. B, destroying all vestiges of her femininity. Yes, I hated that as well. And then, like, dressing as eye candy. Yes. Like... I understand, like, I know that suit, like, for a lot of people, feels really powerful. I get like, it. Like, I know Julie Newmar, who played Catwoman for part, a lot of Batman in the 60s, said that that yeah. Catwoman outfit... Not our favorite Catwoman no, in the 1960s. No, that's Earth the Kid. We love Earth the Kid. Anyway, I haven't continue. heard her thoughts on that costume, but Julie Newmar would always say, oh, yeah, as soon as you put on that Catwoman costume, you feel incredibly powerful. Good. But, like, any time she was out in it, Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman was out in it, somebody saying something horrible to her yeah they are and like i also noticed because it is her apartment is very very feminine coded like yeah. the walls are all pink there's stuffed in there's like yeah. cutesy stuffed animals like it's very very pink and feminine and you're right to like get her power she destroys it and she destroys it very specifically mm-hmm like, it's very specific. Like, she takes a sock monkey and puts it down the garbage disposal. Yeah. Which is real weird. Yeah. But also, like, it's it's not just, like, I'm mad so I'm going to destroy stuff. Yeah. It's like, I want to be powerful so I can't be a girly girl anymore. Yeah. And, like, that's not how femininity works. No. And, like, that can be, like, a response to trauma, but it's never shown as that. Yeah. It's shown as her getting her power. Right. As a weird cat zombie. Right. And it does, like, obviously, you know, she has a bit of a mental breakdown. Yeah. Which, mental breakdown, Michelle Pfeiffer, I totally bought. Yeah. I was like, I see it. You're rocking it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she's having a mental breakdown, but also, she does get very powerful. And it kind of also does that really awful trope, which I personally have very strong feelings about, mm -hmm. of like, oh, well, your trauma, you know, your 
your story made you powerful. Your pain made yeah. you powerful. And I'm like, no. No. You already were, and that's how you survived your trauma. Yes. Like. <laughs> yeah. But, like, as someone with a lot of trauma, I just, I've heard that before. And I'm like, no. How dare you? <laughs> like. Yeah. You don't get to be like, oh, but you should be grateful for it because it, it made you so strong. And I'm like, no. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> So, that's terrible to begin Selena. with. Yeah. Selena deserves better. Selena deserves better. You Like, Michelle Pfeiffer deserves better. Michelle Pfeiffer deserves better. She's, she's a good a actress. Good, yeah, and she's cool in this role. She's cool. She looks great. She has, seems like she's having some fun. Yes. When she can do, like, you know, yeah. cool and fight and stuff, but... Okay, now this just got me distracted, because, of course, we all have lots of hope with Gotham Ladies because of Birds of Prey. Yeah. Arguably the best DC movie. Yeah. Ever. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I love that movie so much. Yes. So with Margot Robbie, like with with that universe and her Harley Quinn, Mm -hmm. who would we like to see as Catwoman? Okay, this is a little bit of a strange one. Okay. But that universe, like when you first see Harley, it's in Suicide Squad. Right. And it's not great. No. It has its moments. It has its moments. And its moments are Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Yeah. She's not treated super well, though. No. Um, She is not. But then she comes back and produces... Margot Robbie comes back and produces Birds of Prey. because she's incredible. Like, redeems that character. Yes. And says, this is what we're gonna do. Yes, Get rid of all that bullshit with the Joker. I have strong feelings. I feel like we need to bring back one of those actresses, Michelle Pfeiffer or Halle Berry, who played Catwoman, and it got messed up for them. That is a thought. And they need to be able to make the choices for the I mean, character. that's what Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool yeah, as well. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Or, that's or a even thought. somebody who just has a passion for the character. Yeah. And wants to do something great with her. I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see her, because of course, Eartha Kitt as Catwoman <laughs> in the 60s was pretty controversial and so Amazing. wonderful. I love her so much. Also, just Eartha Kitt. Um... So, like, I'd love to see her played by a woman of color again. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be ideal. Yes. Like, it'd be a little disappointing if she wasn't at this yeah. point. It's like, if there's a precedent for it. There's two yes. different women of color who have played her in the past. Yes. Not including, like, animated versions. Yeah. Like, uh, Catwoman in um, the Harley Quinn show. Yes. Yeah. Is not... Seems to be portrayed as a woman of color oh no she definitely is not the quite the selena that like i love but she's kind of a jerk she is a jerk but like also it works it's okay and you know what i can i can get behind it it's a it's a good character good portrayal of the character yes okay anyway watch the harley quinn show too it's also very good it's so good i think it's on hbo max and season three is supposed to come out yes next year we're watching it yeah I'm so excited. Yes. I love that show. Yes. We should talk about maybe when that season three comes out, we can we'll do. Watch. We'll watch the whole that'd thing. That'd be again. delightful. And then we can believe we watched the whole thing because it's good. Yes. Okay. Should we move on to a uh, penguin? Should we talk about the penguin? <sighs> yeah. He's just gross. He's gross. He's Face just value nasty. Gross. Like, there's so much, like. Slime that comes slime. out of him. Why is he constantly emanating green? Goo? Why? Why? Why does he eat people's noses? Yeah. Roughish. 
I feel like a lot of it for me is this is not the usual penguin. Mm. The penguin's usually like this businessman. Right. Polished. Scheming, conniving, polished. And I like that for a villain because yeah. I understand making a kind of like sympathetic villain. But when it's with Batman, you gotta really be careful. Because Batman's this rich, powerful white guy. Uh, when you have a character who's maybe disfor- deformed or disabled in some way. Yes. Like, I wanted to talk about that, you too. You get into, like, privilege and issues like that. <sighs> yeah. Because, okay, here's the thing. When he comes out and he's like, oh, I'm going to be mayor. His whole spiel is like, oh, my parents threw me away because I was different. Yeah. And then the takeaway is, well, he's going to murder a bunch of people. Yeah. So the takeaway still is different is evil. Yeah. And I just, I really hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, And, like, the whole time his, like, his physical things that he was born with are treated as disgusting. Yes. His size is treated as disgusting. Yes. I'm very sensitive to people's, like, size being Valid. treated as disgusting. Yeah. And, like, how they're shown eating things, if they're yeah. shown eating things. Um, that's something I'm really sensitive about, and they did not do great with it this time. They did not. They not even they did, did not do the great. Opposite they did real of great. bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Um, and I feel like that's uh, the thing because a lot of Batman's villains are, you know, they have def- deformities or mental illnesses or something, yeah. and so there can be a lot of issues there. You run into problems. I think that's what the animated series d- does well. Mm. Is that Batman? has a lot of compassion for the people even though he's fighting them yeah and like if he sees oh this is what they're struggling with he'll do his best yeah to help them right within the system you know could, right could buck that system and probably give them more help i was gonna say arkham Asylum was pretty rubbish yeah yeah but this batman doesn't necessarily have that same no. Like, you don't get to see that in him, and so he's just fighting this guy whose parents threw him away and had a rough life. Yeah. And he like, was raised in the sewer. Yeah. Not that that gives him an excuse to kill people no, or like, be an absolute perv. Right. Which he is, the whole movie. Like, yeah, that's how they show bad. he's a bad I person. Don't like oh, it. So he's a perv. Just not a great. It's not good. And then it just get, yeah, not a great way to deal with people being different. No. And turning them into villains. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Also, continue. I'm looking for notes. Um, the power dynamic between he, him and Christopher Walken is weird. Yeah. Like, at first it's like, oh, the penguin is, he's got, he kidnapped Christopher Walken. But then it's like, oh, Christopher Walken is using him. Yeah. And then it's just the whole thing is weird, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Okay, also we have a second mention of a woman's weight in this movie, in yes. two movies. Yes, I noticed that as well. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, also on Selena, I had more thoughts about Selena. Go ahead. I'm um, ready. She, the first time she saves that woman in the alley from the guys And then is her. super victim blamey. Yeah, she instantly victim blames her, and I feel like it's kind of that, that false sense of feminism where it's like, oh, you have to be a strong woman or else. Yeah. And it's like setting up the straw man argument for her. Yeah, I was a little torn on that because I was like, is this trying to show part of Selena's mental breakdown? I don't know. It's just not helpful. 
It's yeah. I, like it's if it was more good. nuanced, maybe it would be okay, but it's not. Yeah. It's a '60s Batman episode, and yeah. they can't just do this yeah. stuff. I mean, I think, cause I that was my immediate. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Um, but we do also see Selena get progressively more and more unhinged. Yeah. As the movie continues. Mm-hmm. So like, it, you could argue that like, that was kind of showing that like she's not this strong feminist icon she's just crazy yeah i don't know it was just so convoluted like yeah you don't really get anything from it yeah no that's valid and it didn't you know they did they could have found other ways to show that yeah also can we talk about bruce's reaction to selena like when he first sees her <laughs> he just <laughs> say, stands there with his mouth hanging oh open for like, like 10 minutes what oh <laughs> Honestly, it's funny. Yeah. Honestly, Bruce was still decent. I, I, I still, still enjoy him. him. He's a lot more quippy in this one. Yeah. But his quips were funny, and Michael Keaton delivers them well. Yeah. Like, I don't think his character was written as well in this one. No. But I still think Michael Keaton did a good job. Yes. Like, I don't think it's his fault that the character fell a bit flat. Yeah. Oh, I think at the beginning, mm. like pacing wise i remember mm. the last movie you were talking about it's kind of slow to it's start it kind of started out slow and i think they were trying to remedy that with <gasps> the whole big like it was real clown fast. attack thing in the beginning yeah. a does, has nobody taught penguin about theming your henchmen right they're all clowns also he has a duck why why the duck it's i feel like it's an abandoned amusement park ride but still why but why he lives couldn't in a zoo couldn't it have been a penguin ride he lives in a zoo. Why does he have a duck? It's a rubber duck. Like, it's not even, like, there's, I, ugh. I, yeah, but I feel like they're trying to start it off with a bang, which they didn't last time, and, like, yeah. well, it, there's, just, it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, and, like, there's the whole, there's the really fast, again, very Tim Burton part in the beginning of um, oh, his, parents his parents abandoning, abandoning him, him. Yeah. And it's very Tim Burton. It's like, like, did a year pass? Did a couple days pass? Yeah. It's unclear. He also eats a cat, which I'm very displeased about. Like I like cats. That's yeah. rude. And yeah, it, the the whole thing very weird. Yeah. Very very weird. Funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Unless you have more serious. No, go ahead. Used to cover. We may come back. <laughs> um. Where when the penguin's giving a speech, mm. and. Batman interrupts the feed or whatever the <laughs> the broadcast and puts in like all the bad. Wait, things you mean he when said. Penguin gives, is giving his "Make Gotham Great Again" speech? That yes, one? that yes. one. Okay. And then and then everybody gets mad at him real fast. Where did they get all the produce? No, but I love that he like asks that too. Yeah. Penguin's like, why is there always someone who brings tomatoes to a <laughs> to, to a gathering of speech? Yeah. Yes. It's like okay. Also, bad. when he kidnaps all those children. Yes. Did did nobody have babysitters? It's unclear. Did they kill all the babysitters? Hopefully not. What happened? I mean, they're all rich people, so shouldn't they have like nannies and junk? You think? At and least bodyguards? butlers. Maybe that's how Gotham does it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Batman writes the letter that says the children regret they are unable to attend, and I feel like it's missing the line. Because I've adopted all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because he's Batman. Because I'm Batman. 
Uh, also on Funny Stuff, yes. the entrance to the Batcave. This made me I wanted to talk happy. about this, too. Okay. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. It was delightful. He reaches into the fish tank and <laughs> yes. presses a button. Into the aquarium, which has actual fish in it, yes. too. Like, he's just like, hey, fish. Hey, fish. Just grabs it, the castle, there. presses the button. Yeah. <laughs> then it opens an Iron Maiden. Yes. <laughs> which he gets into. With full spikes. Yes. Like, he gets into it. The f- spikes are still out. That's that's what it, it closes. Shows. That's what it shows. It closes and then the spikes recede. Right. After so it like, either he has very careful measurements, or I don't know what's going on yeah. there. But yeah. Then he slides down the slide <laughs> into the back cave. <laughs> Which also the back cave is I very like, different I than the, the first cave movie. And this one better. Yeah, it's very different. It was, it's just fun. It's way more fun. Absolutely. It does kind of look like Bible Man though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you would know. <laughs> I didn't go into the Bible Man cave. Oh, you were just a Bible I Man extra in the church. I was just a Bible Man the extra church. at the church. Yes, Alora was Going in Bible Man. Going into the Bible Man cage, this cave sounds real sketchy. I have not yet found this episode. I've been asking her mother, like, Cynthia, please. Yeah. Please share with me. Although, we can't tell your mother to listen to this, because I have sworn. You have not yeah. sworn. Are you yeah. in your customer service voice? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, other really good things, I like the poodle. Yeah, the poodle like, who blew up that place. Yes, like I know it's arguably an evil poodle, but like, you know what? The poodle's just doing his job. His job. He's a good boy. Oh. Yes. Oh, also the villain's name is Max Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. I'm an ogre. Some wants No! <laughs> <laughs> who's the millennial and who's the Gen Z? You decide. <laughs> <laughs> you right, you right. actually quoted the movie Me just sings the meme Accurate <laughs> Okay, another really funny thing Okay And this can kind of piggyback onto a more serious thing Yes um, Catwoman is destroying something I don't know why She's like destroying a store Just because she feels like it Like it because doesn't it's a seem sports store and she hates sports I mean, It's valid it doesn't seem like she's involved with Penguin's plot. She's just, at the same time, destroying a store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the cards come down, and I just, I love their defense. They're like, listen, we make, like, $300 a year. Like, please don't. Don't hurt us. $300 We don't care. I mean, I don't know exactly. I think he said to take home. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> but... They're just like, listen, we're minimum wage employees. We don't care about this. Do your thing. Just don't kill us. Don't kill us. And I was like, ugh, mood. But also, like, it does kind of... The whole movie does have a, like, capitalism is the real villain feel. It does. Except, like, once again, we're having a struggle with a person who wants to protect the environment, seemingly, Mm. at least as one of his goals, being the bad guy. This happens to Poison Ivy every single time she appears. Wait, you mean Max? No. Oh, I mean the, penguin. the penguin. Because he's mad at... One of the reasons he's mad at Max. There's yeah, many, there's many reasons, reasons. And it's complicated. Yes. That he's like, you're pouring toxic sludge into the environment. That's right. not cool. Which he is. And he is. Because he's bad. Yeah. And that never gets dealt with. Ever. Except he dies, but... So presumably mm. his power plant doesn't get built. But yeah, but still. then his son is still alive. His son's he's going to take over. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I love how, like, all these movies that we grew up with as kids mm-hmm. are like, capitalism is evil, don't be greedy, don't hurt the environment, somewhat. Yeah. And now people are like, 
why, why are these children turning socialist and they want to save the environment? I don't understand. Why are the children communists? Why are the children communists? We're not. We're not. We're socialists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now your mom really can't listen. No, your mom wouldn't care. No, nah, she'd be Your dad can't. Yeah. Uh, also, okay. At one point, Selena's literally walking along and she's looking at herself in the window Mind and she's like, Christmas. why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Like, to herself. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing this, she's, Selena? She's struggling. Babe, listen. Go to counseling. Yeah, she's Just struggling. go to... I, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Also, she's very right at the end because she's gonna kill Mac Trek. Yeah. And she's... And Batman's like, no, take him to the police and let him go to jail. And she's like... <laughs> The light is the the law doesn't apply to guys like this, mm. and she's right. And Batman tries to argue that, but he can't because he's one of those guys. Listen, sweet Batman, nineteen eighty nine. Yes. had hope for the system. It's now twenty twenty. We have no. <laughs> We're dead inside. This is hopefully this podcast episode will not age well. That would that's be all, really nice. That's all we can hope for is yes. that it doesn't age well. Amen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, oh, okay. Going back to our last episode, I, t- I was like, Vicky, like, marry this guy. Um, but then we actually did get a response to We did get to, to find out why she did. Yeah. yeah. He was like, listen, she couldn't reconcile Batman and Bruce. And I'm like, you know, that's a valid reason. Yeah. I and support she you, couldn't Vicky. reconcile Batman and Bruce. Sounds like because he couldn't reconcile Batman and you know, I'm glad to have that's that closure. Like, that's a good reason. Like, I'm she's glad, taking yeah. care of herself. She's like, yeah. you need help that you're not getting, or you need to figure yourself yes. out before we can make this happen. Yes, which goes back to my mother. Anyway, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, completely. Like, I was like, I was really glad to have that closure. Like, uh, now she's off, I'm gonna imagine Vicky's off touring the world, taking yeah. bomb-ass pictures, yeah. and just like, what is happening outside? No. Ooh, sorry, I think there's a crying baby outside our window. We live in an apartment complex. It's fine. Uh, I have a couple okay. very important things. Yes. First of all, the dumb blonde trope oh. needs to die. Like I'm. S- and the dumb uh, show business woman. I'm just so like the dumb actress. Like she wants to be in show business or do acting, <sighs> so she's dumb. Like it- it's. They brought in the ice princess, and then they killed her off immediately. Also a very 60s thing, except the killing her off part. Mm, true. That what a way to go. That girl. only happened in the first episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Poor I just... Poor deluded woman. <sighs> I, I, don't, I don't like it. It can just... It can die. Yeah. Um, Selena at one point says, I haven't been fed all day, and I was just like, that's such a cat thing. Yep. She's a real cat. Sounds exactly like our cat. One hundred percent. It's yes. like, oh, eh, I see what you did there. Also, I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding of crazy cat ladies in this, because mm. like when she's a crazy cat lady at the beginning, she's like single and doesn't want to be. But I feel like most crazy cat ladies have embraced wa- their singleness. Want to be single or are gay? I just like, not necessarily, but <laughs> you know, like. Cats are good. Yeah, cats are better than human men. Yeah, you're right. In general. Normalize having cats, 2020. Yeah. Cats are good. Yeah. So are dogs. Normalize dogs are women good. being single and chill about it. Yeah. If they want to be. Lizards are good. Snakes are good. Have pets, guys. They're good for your yes. mental health. 
get guinea pigs? Yes. They're wholesome? Yes. We have a guinea pig, too. He's yeah. delightful. He is. He thinks he's the ruler of all the world. <laughs> I think he, he knows he's the ruler. Yeah. Okay, the last very important thing that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Very important. Okay. Batman's radar. <laughs> when he's chasing the penguins... It makes a sound makes like a, a penguin. penguin sound. <laughs> and then when he's chasing the giant rubber duck, it makes a sound <laughs> like a duck. <laughs> Who made this technology for him in 1989? Like, I get that he's technologically advanced. Maybe he's got a Lucius Fox somewhere in this universe. I don't know. Hopefully. But, like, why is that necessary? And how is it coded to, like, I just, what? I don't... Like, does it make clown sounds if he's chasing the Joker? I don't know! Does it make cat sounds if he's chasing Catwoman? Does it make alligator sounds if he's chasing <laughs> an alligator? Or I don't Crocodile know. sounds if he's chasing Killer Croc? It's unclear! <laughs> and also, like, how does it know? You know, like, does it... It takes a scope, and, like, the only things it's showing... Are like squares for presumably the building. Yep. Doesn't make building sounds. And then like the penguins. But it knows which one he wants. I just I don't I I yeah. don't I have many questions. This movie, I think you said it was the same length as the last one. About it was. Yes. give or take a few minutes. It felt like a three <laughs> or four hour movie. It felt a long so movie. Long. It's a long time. But we're not done. <sighs> we oh, are. Not. We're just halfway there. Yeah. Wait. We have to. Before we go, we have to rate it. Okay. Okay. Um. Two so, bat nipples. <laughs> yes. Uh, from one to five bat nipples. Five being the best bat. The best bat nipples. You're giving it two. For, just for Michelle Pfeiffer being good. I like her. Okay. Okay. That's and valid. for Bruce Wayne still being kind of fun. That's valid. And because I know how much lower it can go. Uh, you're right. Can it really, though? Honestly, this might be the worst one. I'm, you know what? I'm going to give it 2.5. Really? Okay. I am. Because Tim Burton is a weird director. Yeah. But you know, he is defining an aesthetic here, and it's very strange, but, like, artistically I can appreciate it, you know? I like the aesthetic. Yeah. It's just used poorly. Like... I think together this movie is like a hobbled up podge of all sorts of things, and it has some very problematic depictions of people with disabilities. Also, zero people of color with like actual roles and or names. Zero. Yep. There was like one reporter who did not get named. No sign of Lando. It's fine. Um, Come back to us, Harvey. Come back. Um, But not as Tommy Lee Jones. so, like, there's very problematic. I'm going to give, for the same reasons you, like... For Michelle I think Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton both gave really good performances. Yeah. Their characters were not well written. Yeah. But that's not their fault. I think it's... Oh, not completely. There's a lot of issues. But I think one of the issues is that Spider-Man 3 issue of too many villains that don't yeah. really work together. And just wanton clown violence. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they just had Catwoman and Batman storyline... You could have had more time to do more interesting stuff. If you just had the yes. Penguin and Batman, it would still be, be bad. It'd be still gross. I would not like it. I don't know. Honestly, just cut out the Penguin. It's yeah. problematic anyway. Danny just DeVito, have... why did you do this to us? Dan- Daniel DeVito. <laughs> Daniel DeVito. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
but like I'll give it and I'll give it a bit for as like artistic all around because there were some there were some interesting camera shots that there were some bad camera shots yeah. like the bat perspective when he's flying real bad yeah but like I'll give it some interesting camera shots and like cool kind of Tim Burton's aesthetic cool yeah. architecture as well as the music yeah because Danny Elfman yes yes one more so thing two point five out of five bat nipples I'm not gonna have that point five. Because the dialogue was atrocious. It was. And that, that's that's my thing. Like, your thing's the aesthetic. It is. My thing's the dialogue, and it was bad. Yeah. Well, and that makes sense, because, like, your degree is in writing. Yeah. My degree is kind of in directing-ish. Yeah. As close as to directing as you can get at the at very... The very mo- moody Bible Institute of Chicago. Yes, the very moody Bible Institute, which is where we met. Yes. Yes. And now we live together and have a podcast. Yep. Which is uh, not safe for your mom. Yeah. Sorry, Cynthia. We like you. You're a cool <laughs> person. You are. Still come for lunch tomorrow. Okay. Uh, well, we have uh, two more we movies have to more watch. to suffer through. And I'm very displeased about this. Let's go! Okay, bye! Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Watch the Whole Thing Pod, or you can find Alora's other work at Homeworld Zine on Instagram and Facebook. Our theme music is Crazy Balloons by John Bartman, and it has been edited to fit the time limits of our intro and outro sections. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.